David, do you know why I'm excited? I'm wearing jeans. (laughs) (laughs) David, no. We get to talk about one of my favorite subjects today. Uh, Well, me, I'm guessing. No. (laughs) Wrong (laughs) Wrong again. (laughs) Wrong again. (laughs) We're talking about setting personal metrics for success with your podcast. And these personal metrics of success have nothing to do with downloads. Well, well, that's exactly what I said. (laughs) Enjoy today's episode. Welcome to Mastering the Podcaster Mindset. I'm Tiffany Kane, podcast coach and professional development expert. And I am David Seiss, professional dialogue and voiceover editor. Together, we will go on a journey with you to truly master the podcasting mindset. Let's break past mindset beliefs that often create barriers to success. You will learn techniques and insider secrets to raise the power of your content and the quality of your sound. We believe your voice is powerful. Your story needs to be told and there is someone out there who will be inspired because you have the courage to share your insights through your podcast. Now, here's today's episode. You know, David, as podcasters, and when I say as podcasters, I'm really talking about myself, we get really caught up in downloads. And sometimes getting so caught up in those downloads means we lose sight of why we created our podcast in the first place. So for me, with my first podcast, it started as Love and Life After Divorce. It's now mm-hmm. Radical Audacity. But, you know, in the beginning, it's sitting there clicking refresh and oh, you have 25 listens and oh, you have 50 <laughs> listens and it's just so exciting. And oh my God, I got to 100 listens and you're shouting it out and celebrating and and sharing it with your friends. And then, oh, you hit 500 downloads and it's so exciting. And oh, I hit that thousand downloads. But it's like every time you hit one, it's like, okay, yay, now I'm ready for the next. And you have right. one, oh, yay, I'm ready for the next. But then the funny thing starts happening, David. It's almost like once you hit a certain threshold, the downloads don't become quite as exciting because you have higher expectations for yourself, right? Absolutely. In the beginning, it's fun if 25 people are listening. But then you get down the road a little ways and you're like, oh, I just hit 5,000, but that person just hit ten. Oh, I hit 10,000, but that person is at 16. And it starts, it's almost like that comparison-itis starts kicking in Mm -hmm. because the joy of just launching has worn off. Right. And just going by downloads, just having that being your measure of success is a really depressing way to go because you'll never be happy. You'll never be satisfied Mm -hmm. with your downloads. The number will keep growing. Regardless Mm -hmm. of how, what it gets to, you're always going to be looking for something higher. Yeah. So this idea of personal metrics for success came from somebody, David. Who'd it come from? We had a guest on, uh, on episode seven, Amanda Chen. I'm sure Mm, you remember. Yeah. She shared her three personal metrics for success. For me, I'm sure for you as well, she was really an inspiration. Um, gave, Gave us more reason to dig into this further because it was something that we hadn't really talked about before then. Her metrics, personal metrics, were she wanted to become a better interviewer. She wanted to reach out and interview at least 100 men, right? People that Mm -hmm. she wasn't familiar with. So it it gave her reason to kind of 
step out of her own personal space and and approach people that she wasn't comfortable with. Mm-hmm. Uh, she wanted to produce a hundred episodes in a year. Yeah, <laughs> she started at three hundred and said, "Oh yeah, no, I'll make it easy on myself and just do a hundred. That's a lot of episodes in a year. <laughs> that's a lot of episodes. It's two episodes a week, basically. Yeah. So that's that's very impressive. steep, <laughs> steep yeah. goals. Yeah. But she did it. And you know, she she inspired me so much, David. She so inspired me. So to the point where I said, okay, I need to create some personal metrics for success for myself that have absolutely nothing to do with my downloads. And I set some. So here's mine. Uh, one of mine is I want to reach out to people that I consider to be dream guests that seem really out of reach. Hmm. You know, those those people that you're like, oh, if only. Um, Which you've done. Yeah, I have. It's really <laughs> exciting. And, you know, sometimes they respond back positively. Sometimes you never hear from them again. Some I've never gotten a negative, which is good. Um, but, you know, you, you just keep trying and you yeah. just keep trying. And and sometimes you get that dream guest on, which is mm-hmm. really exciting. And Like Miss Ashley Stahl. Yeah, Ashley Stahl. That that was definitely a dream guest. And I've reached out to so many others that are going to be on this second season. And mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm thrilled. So that was one of mine. What's another one? Really staying present during the interviews. I really want to honor my guests. Right. I tend to be somebody who can get distracted easily. You? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a big goal of mine to make sure that when I'm interviewing and I have a guest on, I'm 100% with them and really focusing on what they're saying and really getting their voice and their story heard. So that's a big one for me. That's a good one. Mm. What's another one? Uh, I want to have the podcast open new opportunities for me. And I want to be really receptive to these opportunities and say heck yes to these opportunities when they come, you know, like whether it's public speaking, like we're going to be doing at PodFest Expo, whether it's getting my writing published, I'm working on a couple of books. We've got a podcast book we're working on. We've had several articles published um, in podcast publications and, and other publications. Um, guesting on other podcasts. I want to be really receptive to these opportunities and just say yes when they come and do them. So that's a big personal metric for success for me. That one I think is really good because it's even with the short time that you've been doing this, the amount of stuff that you've been exposed to, I think because of your willingness to be accepting to those outside influences that it's really opened a lot of doors for you and in places that you hadn't even thought of in who would have thought because of a podcast that so many things would be happening. Right. And it's, it's brought so much to you. So a lot of wealth, I think just to your internal being as far as the people you've met and, and that sort of stuff. So I really like that one. That's a good one. Mm, Most definitely. Yeah, most definitely. It raises your confidence when you Mm -hmm. set these goals for yourself and, you achieve them. It's it's like then then you realize, oh wow, yeah, I can I can do these hard things. I can do these challenging things, and you just keep going. My last one, 
This one I have to keep working on a lot. (laughs) (laughs) I want to improve my use of filler words. I say so a lot, like excited. I'm always using the word excited. (laughs) I'm so excited. excited. I'm so excited. (laughs) So one of the things, and I just said so again, one of the things with creating transcripts for every episode is I'm really seeing my filler words in writing. The amount that you use them. Yeah. It makes a difference. It does. So there's a certain amount of filler words that are natural that make conversation feel natural. Right. And then there's another level of filler words that take away some of the flow of your conversation. And I don't want to be editing those filler words out. I want to naturally release those filler words. And I think it just comes with being more confident in the way I'm speaking and maybe thinking things through a little bit before I start speaking would probably help as well. Yeah. (laughs) Which is funny because that's sort of leads right into one of my metrics for success. Oh, David, what are your personal (laughs) metrics for success? I'd love to know. Well, I tend to think a little bit too much before saying my words. Mm -hmm. And even in doing so, I say, um, a lot. So I Mm -hmm. definitely need to cut the filler words out myself. One, so one big one for me though, is I want to get better at expressing my thoughts. I want to gain confidence in my thoughts and being able to just share what I want to say without having to pause and think about it or use filler words to give myself the time to think about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's always been something that's been very difficult for me when somebody asks me a question, just coming right out and saying what I want to say. It's almost like my mind moves faster than what my lips can respond. And so I end up stubble, stumbling over my words. <laughs> uh, another one is I want to gain control of my vocal apparatus so that I sound as good mm-hmm. as possible. Uh, I want to be able to improve my speech so that I'm not slurring words and and doing things so it's a little bit clearer. So when I use speech to text uh, on my phone, it doesn't think that I said baboon when really I said balloon, right? (laughs) (laughs) So stuff like that would be great to be able to actually get speech to text to understand what it is that I'm trying to say. I'm not sure speech to text can ever understand what Anybody says. I'm going to get there where I'm going to say an entire phrase and it's going to get it 100%. <laughs> I love that. And I have to say, David, I think you might be a little hard on yourself with the the quality of your voice because I think you have a spectacular recording voice. I'm well, a big fan. I'm, I'm glad a big somebody fan of your is. voice. <laughs> <laughs> I have, uh, I think because of what I've done for so long with editing so many professionals, that when I hear myself, I hear things that, noises that I hear in my voice and things Mm. like that, that I'm aware of that professionals don't do. And so Mm -hmm. when I hear it in my, myself, I'm judging my own speech off of how I judge against these professionals that have done it for a living for 10, 20 years, right? Mm -hmm. And so I'm stepping into, I'm on a new side of the microphone and I'm not used to being on this side of the microphone. I'm used to, taking out the small little intricacies of everybody's voice from the opposite end of the microphone. And when I hear those noises in my voice on an exaggerated, exaggerated level, because I'm an amateur still, (laughs) right. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm, it's very obvious to me, probably I'm sure more so like you say, than anybody else would hear. So, um, I think another part of speech also for me, uh, in doing what we're doing is I want to become a better interviewer. Mm. I'm, 
I love people's stories. I love hearing people tell their stories and all the amazing things they've done. I've listened to my dad tell stories for, you know, since mm-hmm. birth and I love his story so much. And, and to me, that's how you really get to know somebody and what their life has been about. It is. And it's something that's been overlooked for quite a while, I think. And to me, being able to get the information out of people in a way that makes them comfortable in sharing their story uh, is very important to me. Mm-hmm. And so that's definitely one that I hold uh, pretty high as far as a personal metric. I love that one. And I think using your dad as the model is amazing because <laughs> he is, his storytelling is so fantastic. And the experiences he's had in his life, mm. because he draws out people's stories and he talks to people so easily, <laughs> I think is a personal metric for success for anybody. Yeah. I mean, he got to sit, sit next to the Queen of England because right? of the way- How many people can he, say that? <laughs> right? <laughs> he got to eat breakfast with Kurt Cobain for <laughs> what? How many How many no, times? Six or seven summer. times? The entire the whole summer. summer. Yeah. And Every get Saturday. invited to a <laughs> private recording because of it. Yeah. Um, your dad's just, yeah, he's a, a phenomenal human being. So I think he's a great one to model that goal off of for yeah. sure. So, you know, our students, we gave them the assignment recently to set their own personal metrics for success. That was and great. I enjoyed that, that was, a lot. That really was. I would love to hear what is one of your favorite metrics for success that one of that our students created for themselves? Uh, For me, because I'm an audio guy, right? Mm -hmm. A common one was becoming more comfortable with editing their own episodes. Yeah. I love when people figure it out and they realize that it's as easy as it can be. And it's that light bulb moment when somebody really gets it. uh, That makes me feel good that I was part of that and helping them achieve that. But I think that's a really good one for people because the tech is always such a big deal for many and so mm-hmm. having that as a, a metric for success and being able to accomplish that, it's something that's definitely attainable. So it's always a good one. Yeah, I like that. You know, we had somebody set a goal to be consistent with publishing their podcast episodes. I think mm-hmm. that's a great goal it because is. it's really easy to get off track. The best of us get off track sometimes. And when I say the best of us, I'm including us in this. Absolutely. I mean, we had an intense week last week and we only got one episode <laughs> out and it was our goal to get to. So yep. it's, and our, you know, our it Monday happens. morning, uh, <laughs> our Monday morning episode became our Thursday morning, Thursday yeah. afternoon episode. <laughs> sometimes life happens. Yeah. And I, I think that is a really fantastic goal to set for yourself is find a system and find a way that allows you to be consistent. I thought that was a great goal. That is a good one for sure. I also like, um, somebody said they want to engage their audience more authentically, Mm -hmm. which goes right in line with our creating an authentic connection with your audience. Yes. Yes. I love that one. Me too. Me too. Um, and I like somebody said, generate a second income stream. Mm-hmm. Which I think is fantastic that be because <laughs> that's, I mean, if you're podcasting, you want your podcast to be able to lead to, you know, some financial abundance in your life. Absolutely. Um, I, you know, 
There are hobbyist podcasters out there, but I think the people that we work with, David, most often are looking at their podcast as a part of their business. Yeah. And so to be able to generate revenue from their podcast, I think is a great goal. To Absolutely. Have. Even a lot of the hobbyist podcasters, I mean, even if you only bring in a few extra dollars a month to be able to enjoy your hobby would be fantastic. Sure. I mean, it's, and it's definitely something that you can do. You can cover your hosting platform fees right? or something like that. <laughs> something. Because <laughs> this is an expensive hobby. It is. <laughs> Things definitely add up. <laughs> they do. They do. Yeah. So another metric. See, I just said so. There you go. Did you hear that? <laughs> I heard it. I'll edit it out. Don't worry. <laughs> Thank totally goodness for the sexy sound guy. Oh, goodness. <laughs> Another metric for success that we can use can be having a really great mic that makes your voice sound super professional. As our listeners know, David, <laughs> you have about 30 mics give that you choose from. Yeah, give or take. And today we're using the Earthworks Icon USB to record on. Why'd you choose this mic today? Uh, it's simple. I was tired and I wanted something easy. <laughs> so this mic is very simple. It's a USB microphone. It plugs into the computer. I don't have to do anything other than select the microphone. Uh, there's no parameters I need to set. There's no downloading, downloading an app or anything else that goes along with the microphone. No other hardware. It's just really, really easy. Um, I enjoy it. It sounds phenomenal. There's no, it saves me actually, actually it saves me time on editing because I don't have to worry about EQing our voice uh, because it records like a very natural kind of full balance sound. Mm. And so by getting that sound straight out of the microphone, I don't need to bother doing anything in post. <laughs> Makes my life easier. Thank goodness for the Earthworks icon. <laughs> so listeners, we're really interested in hearing your personal metrics for success with your podcast. Come on over to our free Facebook group. The link is in the show notes and share your personal metrics for success with us. We just might share them on the podcast. <laughs> Have fun recording. Have fun recording. Thanks for hanging out with us today. As a special thank you, we invite you to download the free guide in the show notes called The Biggest Mistake Podcasters Make and How to Avoid It. And please take a moment to leave us a review. Well, only if you really like the show. <laughs> and come on over and join our free Facebook community. We'd love to have you there. We believe your story is powerful and needs to be heard. And we would love to help you tell it. I'd like to send out a special thank you this week to our 11-year-old, Mr. Max. Thanks, Max, for stepping in as a guest editor. David, 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 Dave, Dave, David, David, do you know why I'm excited? I'm wearing jeans. <laughs>